Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE WrestleMania 36 Part 2, which was broadcast on April 6, 2020. Um, I really enjoyed this half of WrestleMania. Um, it's oh, it's hard to say. I, I, I really liked everything overall. Um, the two things that I disliked the most about the entire event were both from this night. However, Firefly Funhouse, John Cena versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt was so amazing. So, I mean, I can't even explain any... I, I could try to explain stuff about it, but I think it's best if I just don't even try. But it was incredible. So many references to a billion different things. It was just awesome. And um, I'd, I don't know if this batch would have taken like this thing would be what it was if if wrestlemania was still took place in tampa in a stadium i i hope that it that it it this still would have been made um but if i don't i well i don't, I don't even know what i'm saying but it was awesome but I, i'll get to that it is not the main it was the second to last match of the night um, and it was pretty much perfect placement because it had a great, great ending to the show. Uh, I closed out with some great images and, um, yeah, I'm, re I'm now pre pretty, pretty sad that the, that WrestleMania is over and it, the, the, that post WrestleMania blues kicked in like right after it finished airing. Whereas, uh, if I was actually there, like the last two years, it still have, well, the last two years I still have raw and smackdown to 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 watch in person but uh this this year it's over and it was over and i'm just there in my apartment not watching wrestlemania anymore um so yeah uh it entered this like as i'm recording this like just a, a couple hour ago, hours ago i would have met drew mcintyre at access that would have been amazing um, and then I'd be headed, I'd probably be in, in the arena, Amelie arena for raw right now. Um, I'm recording this at 4 50 PM, um, mountain time. So it, it just, just a little bit over an hour before Ross raw starts. It's going to be an interesting episode of raw. Um, I, they, they filmed it in, from what I understand, they filmed that out of order. They filmed most of Raw, if not all of it, before most of WrestleMania, if not all of it. Um, and that'll be real, really interesting. Um, I, so Edge posted something about um, his match, and he said that it was filmed two weeks ago, uh, like exactly two weeks ago. So they, they filmed that before a lot of stuff. So that, that's pretty interesting. So uh, speaking of doing everything out of order, uh, that's what I've been uh, have done so far. But let's get back into the order of everything that happened. On the kickoff show, we had Liv Morgan versus Natalia. Uh, Liv Morgan's uh, ring gear was awesome. <laughs> it's, it, was, it was like so cool. Um, a lot of people's ring gear was great. Um, and, uh, in the next match that got me so excited. I was like, so happy just because of Rhea Ripley's ring gear 
when I realized, like, at first I, I thought, I was, oh, this is really cool. And then I re- when, I re- when I realized what it was, it got me even more excited. And I'm like, why didn't I even realize that's what it is? And it's, um, well, I'll get to that in a second. Liv Morgan versus Natalia. Um, there's a couple of really great moments for Liv. She did this, like, double stop to Natalia's back that I thought was great. Um, and then also her step up in Shiguri. Awesome. Uh, and Liv Morgan got the win after a couple of roll-up reversals. Um, so not the most exciting finish to the match as far as like a, a finisher, actual finisher happening, but it was still uh, pretty fun. Um, then the first match of the regular show, we had Charlotte Flair challenge Rhea Ripley for the NXT championship. And Rhea Ripley is wearing this white and blue gear. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then when I realized what it is, because it also had all these gold accents, she was Vegeta. Super Saiyan Vegeta. Vegeta Rhea. I was so like I was so happy about that. And then I when I rewatched the match, I I was so busy like being excited about it on like Twitter and stuff that I kind of wasn't paying attention to parts of the match. So I rewatched it again and it was even better. This match was really good. I was upset. That Charlotte won. She won via figure eight, but it makes sense to the story of the of the of the match, and the match was incredible. So I I I'm not mad about it anymore. But um, uh, so it'll it will be very interesting to see Charlotte get, face everybody over there on NXT. Um, and I'm I'm curious. Maybe Rhea now is going to be on SmackDown or Raw or that. Those are the two options. But um. Man, how exciting! Uh, like the this match was 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 so good. There's so much great stuff from both of them, and it was it, this was the match. Even though I wasn't happy with the results, I've been waiting to see this match. I've been wanting to see this match since the first time I saw Rhea Ripley in the first May Young Classic. I was like, "Oh, she is gonna get. She's gonna kick." charlotte's ass someday and that isn't what happened but maybe we'll get a rematch or there'll there'll be there'll be payback at some point um but i i had i i did not think that it was going to happen so soon well actually i i was hoping it would happen a lot sooner but i didn't know i didn't think it was going to happen at wrestlemania or that while fighting charlotte flair that Rhea Ripley would be cosplay is one of my favorite things ever. Dragon Ball, and it it like comes ra- right back around because I got back into watching wrestling, um, not because I knew about the New Day, but what a big part of what got me hooked on watching it. I've watched every pretty much every single thing since WrestleMania 34, 32, WrestleMania 32, 34. I went to, uh, in Dallas. I was like, oh, this, this tag team, they have Saiyan armor. One of them has a trombone. This is amazing. It's the New Day. And like that, plus a bunch of other stuff. It's like, I got to keep watching this. And I, yeah, I've been so into it. And I still am for oh, three, three years now. I think it's the three year anniversary of that show. Like three, three, four. Wait, 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 wait three six four four years yeah crazy 
Anyway, um, yeah, I this match made me really, really happy, and then also really upset, but mostly really happy. And um, so there you go. Uh, after that, we had Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. I was not paying attention to this match at all, to be honest, but it figures that the Black Mass would finish the match. I thought it would finish it much more quickly than it did, but I'll I'll take I'll take what we get with this with this match. So Alistair Black wins. Then we had the main event of the weekend. There's so much good stuff that I would say like was the most exciting thing. We had Otis versus Dolph Ziggler after all the events of SmackDown and everything. And uh Sonia now is at Dolph Ziggler's side, which and she is her gear is like so badass. But um I thought she looked like she was part of like from Mortal Kombat, like uh like a Sonya Blade. Probably a, I wouldn't be surprised to find out. I I haven't played all of the recent Mortal Kombat, so that, that this is actual like inspired directly inspired by some Sony Blade gear or, or something. But it's like very tactile, very tactical looking. But also like she's wearing uh like a, a what do you even call it like a bodysuit underneath that goes it uh, like she she has pants, but she also has, has a bodysuit and it like rises above the cut of her pants which is like a really interesting look and yeah it was just and then with the uh uh the straps over her shoulders i don't know if i don't know if they're suspenders or they're part of a vest or whatever but all of it was so cool but anyway uh sonia gets involved distracting otis when he was about to hit the, the caterpillar and uh otis is about to get i think it hit him with a low blow um but then Mandy arrives, neutralizes Sonia. Otis is able to get the win. And then Mandy and Otis in the ring, hands raised together. And then Otis scoops her up and they kiss and they go off into the sunset. And it was amazing. So, yeah, the, I I hope this is just the first uh, on the WhatsApp chat uh well, the wrestling folks, I was like, oh, I hope this is just the first season of like a, a five-year uh, TV show uh, based around all the drama with them, and then it keeps expanding, getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and all that. That would be great. So, uh, oh, how did I rate all these matches so far? Um, oh, I didn't rate. I didn't write down what I what I gave Charlotte versus Rhea. Crap, but I gave her. Uh, her ring gear five vegetas that was for sure um i gave live versus natalia three cats in honor of two paws um and i gave alistair black versus lashley what did i give that i don't remember what i gave that match um but i gave 10 egg alternating eggplants and peaches for otis versus Dolph. um up next we had not the match of the decade but the decade of a match edge versus randy orton there was some really cool stuff throughout this match, uh, especially the two elbow drops. We had a big elbow drop um, off of uh, uh, from a height down onto some tables delivered by Edge. And then we also had one um, delivered from the ceiling of the conference room. That was really cool. Um, but, man, the first, other than like those two spots and a couple of other things, like the, the first 30 minutes of this match was not necessary um i mean i appreciate 
them do, doing it and brawling all this time and all that uh but they they didn't have have to film all of that i thought it was it was, it was just it was just a lot it was a lot and the commentary didn't help um the very few times that they were saying stuff they were, were very repetitive and they were also very quiet and subdued and not i guess they were trying to come across as like horrified or something but i it just didn't work it was a huge contrast from a simple similarly filmed match with the boneyard i mean not really similarly filmed but with it not being a standard in the ring with the regular camera crew uh like them progressing through these different rooms and all of that it just felt oh i don't know having that having that little bit of commentary i i think took away more than it gave and then also them not really trash talking each other like everybody else has been in the regular matches and especially looking at it compared to kevin owens versus seth rollins that was filled with trash talk, even though most of the match, it was all just coming from Seth. If they had that coming from Randy Orton the entire time, the couple of times that he did say stuff, he's like, he like calls off the rest. You don't need to count. I'll tell you when I, when to count, like have those little moments were like really great, but there was so few of them over the 40 minutes. But anyway, the last five minutes, especially, were really good once they got out to the warehouse where there, where there was a truck a pickup truck and then the trailer the nxt trailer um once they got to that point every all of that was awesome um so i i feel like they should have gotten to that part a lot lot quicker and for fun i edited uh i cut it down to to about 12 minutes and mostly got rid of the first 30 minutes of the match have them start in the ring. Had a little bit of stuff going through hallways to get them to the um, to the warehouse uh, to the loading dock. Um, and it's not it's not a perfect edit or whatever, but I don't have uh, all the all the raw footage that's available that would be able to make it work even better than that. But um, yeah, so there there that's my thoughts on it. I gave it. Um, what did I? I gave it fifteen chairs for how how many minutes too long it was. Uh, but it's more like thirty. It was almost thirty chairs too long. But uh, yeah, the ending uh, Edge won after getting, delivering the concerto on top of a, a trailer. Um. So that that part that part was the the whole end was really cool. So there you go. There you go. That was that and then Charlotte losing were my two low points of the the two nights. Um but everything else like really com- like more than made up for it for sure. And watching it back and, and like editing it and really I've spent the most time watching this match like my least favorite match I've spent the most time watching it and thinking about it and all that. I do appreciate it more now um and I, so i i i yeah i just it, i think it would have been better if it was it was just shorter conceived as being shorter in the first place um because of course it would be absolutely 
it's I think it's kind of one of those things where like oh they put so much work into this they're they're putting their bodies on the line for all of this stuff that they're doing we got to use all of it we've got to use all, we got to put every all of those sequences in there like to cut to cut it out like I did for fun that is uh, it does a disservice for what they for what they put their bodies through for that cuz i'm sure each of those things is only well everything was at least one take if they did redo anything like that's even more risk they're going through and um yeah so i understand keeping all of it and not doing an edited version like i did but friggin make the make the announce redo the announcers at least they 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 either repeat themselves often um to like correct what they had just said like if they misspoke or something um or like tom will say something and then and then byron will say like the exact same thing right after it and it, it, i can tell maybe he was like trying to clarify what he had just said but it comes across is they're just like saying this it, it, it and that just their tone that's the biggest thing that's the big and they could have they could have fixed it they could have redone it they could have i don't i don't know what the what the thinking behind that was or just have no commentary that would work too maybe i don't know and and have a soundtrack that was one of the that was a great thing about the graveyard match is that there's no commentary didn't need it at all and it had a, a soundtrack that was super awesome that added so much um which you don't normally get in a regular match so i i understand not having a soundtrack because it is supposed to be like a regular match it's just that the stipulation means that they can can leave the ring but um yeah anyway after this uh mojo fights off a whole bunch of people people before gronk pins him and becomes a 24 7 champion and i was thinking wow what if they had this happen during the edge and randy match even if it didn't like interrupt their match like physically that could have broken it up a little bit or if they had edge versus randy take place throughout the night and they kept like returning to it they're like okay well these guys they're still going at it i don't think they're and then like cut back to oh no they're they're about to get maybe one of them's about to win and then cut back to it after the, the match. i don't know none of these ideas are good uh, but up next we had um the theory the the theory of team the team of austin theory and angel garza versus the street profits the street profits won via big uh splash to austin theory and uh dawkins got the pin but theory and garza beat down the street profits afterwards setting things up for zelina vega to just like go off on them just kick the crap out of them and then bianca belair arrives and she saves the day she fights off zelina and then we have all three of them standing tall it was so so cool i really really like that moment that image and the those events like when when they were making their uh entrance uh angel with zelina and austin theory is already out there it's like oh i really hope i really hope that bianca belair comes out with the street profits and she didn't but she did come out to help them afterwards and it got the same uh because i i i accepted the fact oh she she didn't come out with it 
But when I saw that Zelina was about to start getting in on that action, it's like, oh, Bianca, Bianca's got to come out. Bianca's got to get out here and, and kick Zelina's ass. So I was really happy about that. Um, so uh, because uh, Gronk is the new 24-7 champion and he's getting pursued by everybody. By the way, when that chase happened to get Mojo Raleigh out there, there was way more than 10 people involved in that. Um, I think that was an ill-advised thing. Like so many people, why why were that that was a lot of people that were there that were not on the show otherwise. They they risked their health to be out there for like thirty seconds. But anyway, uh Titus O'Neill takes over host duties, which is great. Um we'll return to that in just a minute. But then we had the SmackDown Women's Championship match, uh Sasha Banks versus Lacey Evans versus Tamina versus Naomi versus Bailey. And I made this joke maybe I've made this in years past as well. But I made this joke on Twitter, and I even tagged Tamina in it. I I have it pinned on my profile, as I'm so proud of this joke. Because it, it's true. The funniest things are true. And that the, the thing that I posted was, is, because it's still pinned on my profile. You can't spell WrestleMania without Tamina. Because you, you literally can't. Her name is... The letters of her name are contained in WrestleMania. So... Oh, man. I'm so, I'm so pleased with that joke. No likes. Not a single like, let alone a retweet. It's a travesty. But anyway, this match is really good. And it's, it's kind of my favorite women's match of, of the two nights. It was very good. There's lots of great stuff in there. It was like... Very nerve-wracking when Sasha Banks was eliminated by Lacey Evans, who hit her with the women's right. I was like, oh, oh, no. Lacey is about to win this. This is no good. No. Slow motion. No. Her fighting Bailey. No. She hits Bailey with the moonsault. No. Bailey kicks out. Yes. And then Bailey, uh, how did she win it? Oh, that's right. The uh, there's no disqualification. I don't think the referee even had to be distracted. Sasha Banks hits. She's still at ringside. She had been eliminated, but she hits Lacey Evans with a backstabber. Boom! Bailey's able to to pin her and get the win. Bailey's still a champion. Sasha Banks in the ring with her to celebrate, but there's some. Um, Oh no, I'm worried that worried look on Bailey's face that Sasha might be coming for that championship soon. Um so the first one uh eliminated was Tamina. She was pinned by everybody. Literally everybody just piled on top of her. Um I really, really enjoyed Bailey's trash talking throughout this match because it was so lame and dorky. And then after she wins, she's like, you can't lay a hand on me, Michael Cole. You can't lay a hand on me either, JBL. Like, <laughs> so funny because it's so, so, so dorky. Love it. Um, so anyway, uh, she, she also had really cool ring gear that uh, it had I'm a hugger, but with her new logo, like, on top of it. And then, like, a big X across her, her little huggy emoticon character uh on her tights and then also she had like a turtleneck vest that she came out 
uh, came out in, and I, I joked that, uh, oh, it's uh, from San Jose. It's tech CEO Bailey. Um, but then she took it off, and she had, it looked like normal ring gear. But anyway, I really, I really like this match, and now, now that it has happened, and that I'm not stressed out about the worry that Lacey Evans is going to win, it's kind of the opposite, but also the same as like with Rhea versus Charlotte. Now I know Charlotte wins, and I can just like watch the match again and not be like just rug pulled out from under me that Charlotte gets the win. I know that that's going to happen so I can appreciate all the other stuff about it. Same thing here that I'm not worried. I know that Lacey doesn't win. So when I did watch it back um, or I had it playing again and I would just like look up at what's happening every now and then earlier this morning, it's the same. I think like, oh, I'm not worried about, oh, no, Lacey's going to win. I I know that Bailey uh, comes out on top so I could just kind of enjoy everything that happens even more. So there you go. Best women's match of the weekend for sure. Maybe like my third favorite match overall. Yes. Fourth. No, fourth. Firefly Funhouse doesn't really count as a match. It wasn't really a match. It was a th- it was an event that happens. <laughs> so that was my favorite thing of the weekend, but I would not call it a match. My favorite match of the weekend is the ladder match between Morrison, Jimmy Uso, and Kofi Kingston. Uh, but anyway, Firefly Funhouse. I don't. I'm not even gonna try to to explain this. It was amazing. It's like a masterpiece. Like this is, like the uh, so far the pinnacle of creativity in filmmaking in wrestling, in my opinion. Uh, and it it could only happen because of the vast history of these two characters, and also the history of the WWE. And like so much outside of what we've seen on screen, there are references to things that are in jokes, et cetera, in the real world. And it was just really, really, really great. So, yeah, that's all I gotta say about it. It's a, it's a freaking wrestling masterpiece. And then Titus O'Neil, we cut at the end of it. So Bray Wyatt wins. Um,. It's like, but there's like no. I don't think there's a referee, but the I think the bell. I don't remember. It's like it's it's all like this this crazy dream where all everything is is just images and ideas all mashed together. That even if I watched it again, I I, I wouldn't be able to to explain what happens. But um, Bray Wyatt wins. Um, it was really it's really cool how that happens. Like w- leading up to that, right before that. We hear, like, this is what I was, like, one of the things I was hoping for with this was, like, a very, like, anime-type fight. Not with this in particular, but with something on the show because it's pre-taped. was, like, to be, like, Dragon Ball that you have, or, like, other anime with fights that as as people are, like, like charging up to do their, their finisher or, like, a really special attack or something. Or even just, like, in the middle of the fight, they'd, there'd be, like, internal monologue that, like, Oh, I remember when you killed my parents or like that kind of thing. Um, that's more of a Batman thing than anime, but um, I was really hoping for that. And we got that because as is set up for sister Abigail, we hear the quote, 
of what John Cena and he was saying it about Bray Wyatt, but it turns out he was actually saying it about himself and that's how he's redoing he's he's making up for what happened there and it's it Bray Wyatt wins and they get rid of this this it, oh it was so good. It's okay, go watch this match. I just spoiled the best part of it, but it's it probably doesn't even make sense from without actually seeing it. With how I explained it anyway. Okay. Anyway, uh, Titus O'Neil, we cut to him after the match, and he's just like, huh? What the hell did I just watch? And it's just so perfect. That is, and having Titus, so like him taking over as host, and then that being Titus O'Neil's moment, I wonder if they're like, okay, Titus O'Neil's going to be the best person for this reaction. How do we get him like why would we we why would we cut to him after this match? Oh, I know. We'll have him take over hosting duties, and then uh, that that's a, a justified reason to to cut to him. And that's the last time we see him on the show. We only see him when he takes over hosting duties, and then him reacting to Firefly Funhouse, and it's perfect. Oh, that's so good. I would have been satisfied. I would have been pretty satisfied if that was the end of the show. That was just like Titus O'Neil. What the hell did I just watch? And then cut to the next show. <laughs> uh, copyright logo. Um, but we did have one more match. The main event of the weekend. Brock Lesnar winning the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Here's the order of events. Claymore. Kick out. Two suplexes. An F5. Kick out at one. An F5, kick out at 2. An F5, kick out at 2.8. A Claymore, a Claymore, a Claymore. New champion, Drew McIntyre. So, yeah, the match, when you, when you list it out like that, sounds not great. But I was really happy with the results. Um, I thought I, 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 like, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I, I was good. It, it wasn't like wasting very much time at all. It wasn't very long. I was hoping that it would be a classic epic battle between the two. That would have been really cool. But I get it. Like, I won't be upset. I'm, I'm not upset that it wasn't that. Because um, we got right. We, we got right to the to the great moment of the evening of Drew McIntyre reaching out to the camera pointing at us saying thank you and that was was so great uh that that part was like a million times better than the match of course and that we we end we end WrestleMania with Drew McIntyre WWE champion after all of these years so awesome for him and i also i'm very bummed out that i don't get to meet him that i didn't get to meet him today at wrestlemania access but someday someday hope maybe hopefully so there you go i gave that match um oh what did i give that match? i gave the funhouse match like 20 bags of money as a rating for that and then brock versus drew uh what did i get oh Give it like five bagpipes or or something. I don't know, but um, yeah, this match would have been so. Good. The entrances for this match would probably be like a thousand bagpipers come out with him, uh, playing his 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 entrance theme, 
and it would be like all this crazy awesome stuff all the fireworks millions of fireworks like an entire boat load an entire ship an entire uh uh nation worth of fireworks but it was still really cool with that that reach out to the camera I'll be honest, I reached out uh, reached out to my TV screen and I pointed back at him. It was great. So, anyway, um overall, night 2 really good, really great. Night 1 fantastic. This I I I'll probably remember this WrestleMania more than any other one that I've watched. I'll probably remember this one better than the ones that I was there for. I don't even remember what cities those took place in. And um, I'm exaggerating quite a bit, but there there is a lot in on this event, in this event, that is so, so cool. And uh, hopefully, well, I, hopefully a lot of things, but I could see that, like, with how hopefully there's a lot of really positive response in general. And um, I hope that the, uh, that that, is the driving force moving forward with that kind of thing and that they just ignore the people that are saying it's stupid and things like that because like there was still regular wrestling matches on the show if if you think those parts are stupid i said this in the last episode i think like if there's something that you didn't like about the show just just ignore it unless you don't like the entire show but i feel like for the most part in most cases, like when uh, when I see people complaining about a show, they're complaining about a specific thing or two and just ignoring all the really great stuff that they probably did legitimately enjoy while they were watching those parts, but they just ignore those so that they can complain about the, the parts that they didn't like. And I realized I did focus on the two things that I didn't like about this, but in, in my defense, I feel like I also explained how i came around on those things and also just praised other things i really really liked a lot so anyway my advice for that still stands if you didn't like firefly and funhouse if you didn't like the boneyard match um or if you if you didn't like the last man standing match then you know that's of course your opinion but don't i don't think it should be extrapolated across the the entire rest of the show which uh it seems uh it's it seems to happen a lot especially like on twitter um but uh but not just not disliking those matches if you if you disliked um uh charlotte defeating Rhea, like i disliked at first i still dislike it a little bit um i don't know extrapolating that across like that i'm upset about that now i hate the funhouse because that the both ways and then also oh now i hate the ladder match which was incredible but because Rhea didn't win now that ladder match is awful now too so, so yeah I, I just say don't do any of that just like or dislike the individual parts and don't let the dislike bring down all of the other things that you liked Okay, so that's it. Um, let me know what you thought about WrestleMania 36, 2020. Coming from the Performance Center by 
tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses. Also healthy and happy. I didn't say that right. Um, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.